Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Ohio this last weekend at Jubilee Christian Fellowship. They were, people were so hungry. It's so uh, fun seeing people. I say it every week. They're so, they're so receptive to the coming of the Lord. Man, there is such an anticipation. We're about to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I mean, what, what can you do to make preparation to go from faith to sight? But uh, how soon we'll see our King. He died for us. God raised Him from the dead, and He's coming back. You know, Paul talked about the baptism 12 times, the coming of the Lord 52 times. For every one verse there is about the coming of the Lord, there's eight times more about the second coming of the Lord. So every week we're looking at different things that point to the coming of the Lord. We specifically try to get into what's happening around Israel and the setup for the Ezekiel 38 war because the second coming has tons of signs, but the rapture of the church has no signs. So we look at really what's happening around uh, Israel. So man, so much has happened this week. I'm going to try to get into it without going too crazy fast. So number one, we didn't talk about the Houthis last week that were firing missiles at the United Arab Emirates. That happened on Monday. Then again, they fired drones at United Arab Emirates and the U.S. began to help with Saudi Arabia. That's one thing I forgot to talk about last week, but they came out even this week from Iran. Uh, saying that they're not just going to hit the United Arab Emirates, they're going to hit Tel Aviv, they're going to hit uh, Dubai, and threatening Israel with missiles uh, coming that way. So you got all of these threats, and we'll pick up all the threats. Hamas, uh, which hasn't said much lately, along with Hezbollah, they said, you know, there's no way that Israel can stop our missile production. We got missiles so sophisticated they're going to fire all over Israel. So Israel was having a drill to get ready for a war this winter with Hezbollah craziness there. So in the midst of all of that, you, you have so much more going on with Russia and, and China. So let's pick up with what happened with Russia. Of course, you had France's President Emmanuel Macron, which I always say, I mean, his name means Emmanuel, God with us. Macron means the mark. He's a part of Syrian, part Jew. Uh, he's, he's, I'm not saying he's the Antichrist, but if he's not, he missed a wonderful opportunity. So he flies in to talk to Putin this week, yesterday, five hours with Putin. What came of the meeting was, you know, they said he promised, Putin promised him that, that he would not attack in the Ukraine when all of the generals were saying literally uh, uh, Russia's about to go into the Ukraine. So really there's little specific things about it that are intriguing, that little strongholds that Russia has inside the Ukraine. It looks like they're just going to go ahead and say that's already our country and they're going to fight from within. So man, it's, it's crazy what's going on publicly even about this. I was intrigued that, you know, over the years, listen to how bizarre this is with the Ukraine. The United States has sent, for this battle right now, 650 tons of equipment. And when Russia went into Crimea, America sent $2.7 billion worth of aid to the Ukraine to, to help uh, stop Russia from going down into Crimea. So right now, Russia's got warships in Crimea, all everything focused on the Ukraine. You have a whole massive uh, a brigade of naval vessels from Russia coming down from the north and from the Black Sea see right there on the border of Israel. It's right on, right there on, uh, in Syria and Tartus. So you got, you got that happening in front of everybody. So I d did think it was interesting. This is crazy. Last night, Israel did a, a, a preemptive strike in Damascus. Now, that's a big deal. Uh, they fired, uh, uh, there was airstrikes, and then there was surface-to-surface -surface missiles from the Golan, all into Damascus. Now, remember last two weeks ago, Russia said, we're going to patrol the skies so that Israel can't come in and hit those convoys. Well, those planes that came in last week from Iran that brought that equipment, Israel took it out last night right there in Damascus. Now, it's pretty amazing that all of this 
stuff keeps happening in Damascus because the Bible says in Isaiah 17, 1, that Damascus will be removed from being a city. So you're seeing the setup with Russia uh, literally getting ready to go into the Ukraine. And everybody goes, is that the Ezekiel 38 war? No, that's just a precursor. The Ezekiel 38 war is, is Russia, Turkey, Syria, Iran, all going down toward Israel and God intervenes. But he can't intervene until the church is taken off the earth because the church has all authority. That's what lets you know that that happens right after the rapture of the church. Notice, uh, literally, Hitler killed 6 million Jews and uh, Germany prospered because God's not grading people during the dispensation of grace. But as soon as the church is taken off the earth, it goes back to Old Covenant time. And man, God plays rat-a-tat-tat with his baseball bat and 82% of Russia is wiped out. So you're literally watching the setup so that Jesus can present himself to his brethren just like Joseph did. Absolutely amazing. So one event after another showing us that these things are happening, literally bring it to the forefront to like, wow, we're about to see the king. You had more things naturally happening. Uh, you had uh, uh, that volcano on Anak Mountain, uh, Krakatoa, east of Java, uh, nine different volcanic eruptions. I like saying Krakatoa, east of Java. That's so cool. Nine eruptions in one day. And then in Israel, you had them uh, preparing for earthquakes. They were having a drill yesterday. And in the midst of their drill, you had another earthquake happen. Fourth earthquake in two weeks. So you got all of this happening that the Bible said you'd see happening right for the coming of the Lord, along with China making some verbal things happening this week that's just really bizarre. I am kind of freaked out about what senators said about our own country, saying that there was some appeasement coming from the Biden administration, saying we'll be able to take things a little bit lighter after these things don't happen. So uh, a lot of mixed signals happening right there. Then you had uh, North Korea. It came out where they were doing all these <laughs> cyber attacks on cryptocurrencies to pay for their missile uh, uh, the missile production right there in North Korea. So all of the events of these things are literally coming to the forefront like people are going crazy. I say this, at least Hitler didn't say publicly what he was going to do. These guys are all saying publicly what they're going to do. So you have Iran speaking about attacking Israel, wiping Israel off the map. You have the uh, Hezbollah saying that we will soon eradicate, listen to what they said yesterday, we will soon eradicate the Jews from the land of Israel they will be removed. So all of these things are pointing to what the Bible said you'd see. So man, it's exciting. You know, for the world's all bad news. For the church, there is no bad news. I had one guy say, Joe, if you teach on the coming of the Lord, just get everybody's hopes up. That's exactly right, because this is it. It's the hope that purifies you, even as you're pure. And we don't do this to get into an escape theology. We get into all this because it's a hustle theology. So with all that, we go back to the scripture. The word never changes. All these events come and go, but the scripture never changes. And I'll just say this, that when it comes to healing, uh, people are very word-based. When it comes to redemption, very word-based. He uh, prosperity, very word-based. When it comes to end times, people throw the Bible out and they go by tradition. And we have to go by what the Bible says. Because I hear people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Well, I got 70 some odd signs in my book coming out in June showing us that we're the generation. It's blatant. It's exact. It's precise. It's inarguable how perfect it is. So let's go to some of those. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events won't pass away till all is fulfilled. So uh, tag, you're it. <laughs> you're that generation. But 
But then you've got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. You have 172 different species of predatory birds that showed up. Amazing. You got foxes showing up on the Temple Mount. You had fish showing up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was like seven weeks ago. And it happened on the Day of Atonement. That's absolutely amazing. So you have all these tangible things happening that point to the coming of the Lord. You had the, 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 the triumphant arch built there in Palmyra for Baal worship. Russia did it a couple of months ago. The Talmud says that's the last thing you'll see right before the coming of the Messiah. You had the, uh, the priests there in downtown Jerusalem at the old city uh, get the oil of anointing ready. Several times that's happening because they're ready to anoint the most holy, the Messiah, the King, the King of kings and Lord of lords. So many more things happening about the coming of the Lord. Sign after sign after sign after sign uh, because Jesus is just about to come back. So we go from that to signals. Now, we don't get into a lot of the detail about the signals, but if you're driving from Tulsa to Dallas, the, you've got signs showing you're headed that way. And the signs aren't for to scare you, they're to bring peace that you're heading toward your destination. But we've gone from signs to signals. If you Once you get into Dallas, you don't need signs how far away you are. You, you've got traffic signals. So we had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. Pretty radical to have four in a row and Passover and Tabernacles. When's the last time you had four in a row? Uh, NASA calls it a tetrad. Last time you had four in a row, listen to this, 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was made a nation. 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So uh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 and raised up a nation called America to be a safe harbor uh, for the Jews. So amazing. And then really, I like uh, the Bethlehem Star is so cool. Uh, you had Jupiter, a king planet, Regulus Regal, king planet, Venus, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. You have a mother planet. All three, three of them came together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Uh, you have Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. They said, wow, I went, what in the world? That's the Bethlehem star. First time in 2,000 years. What was the constellation? Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So all of this put together... Sign after sign after sign, event after event after event that the Bible said you'd see just before the coming of the Lord. So this is it. It's a hustle time. What do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. You, uh, the, When you're getting married, the closer you get to get married, when you're engaged, you talk more. That word engaged means you're engaged with the one you're going to get married to. So there, there's a, a lot of a, a conversation. Let your walk be with the king so that your words are filled with glory, filled with mercy, filled with kindness, filled with joy, so that Jesus his words can come out of you. This is the season for the resurrection to be displayed through the believer. So let's let's go for it right here before we see the king. Man, come back this next week. We'll get into all that's happened. We, Colleen and I sure, sure appreciate your prayers, appreciate your financial support. We want to get the message out as radical as we can. So we so thank you for watching. We'll see you next Wednesday. Have a blessed week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.